Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. It is Monday, September 27th, and I am your host, Nathaniel E. Baker, filling in for Pim Fox. Our top story today focuses on the debt ceiling and potential default, but let's first t- take a look at today's markets. In Asia, the Nikkei in Japan is about flat, same as the Hang Seng in Hong Kong. China closed down about eight-tenths of 1%, and India is roughly flat. In Europe at midday, we have the FTSE in London up about three-tenths of 1%, CAC in Paris up about a half of 1%, and the DAX in Frankfurt up about seven-tenths of 1%. Here in the U.S., stock futures are mixed. We have Dow Industrials up about two-tenths of 1%, The S&P 500 is down about one-tenth of 1%, and NASDAQ futures are off about a half of 1%. Bonds are being sold. Bond yields are rising with the 10-year yield up to 1.49%. Cryptocurrencies are a little higher as well. The Bitcoin is up to about 43,000. 690 up about 1.6%, those numbers as of 7.20 a.m. Okay, so our top story today is about the debt ceiling and potential default. Now, the deadline is looming with a government shutdown possible on Friday, October 1st. Democrats have passed, Democrats in the House have passed a bill that would avert a shutdown and suspend the debt ceiling temporarily, but this bill is going nowhere in the Senate without support from some Republicans. Now, Democrats do have some disagreements within their own party as well. This over the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill and the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill. A temporary spending bill would need to pass Thursday night. Congress has raised the debt ceiling more than a dozen times in the last 20 years, with the last major face-off coming in 2011, that between the GOP and the then Obama administration. BlackRock Investment Institute strategist led by Jean Boivin write, and I quote, Today's macro environment is very different from previous debt ceiling episodes over the past decade. An economic restart is underway in the U.S., and inflation pressure has increased amid pandemic-related supply disruptions. This is in contrast with a debt ceiling showdown in 2011 that triggered a downgrade in the United States AAA sovereign credit rating, just as the euro area debt crisis and worries about slower growth kept investors on their toes. It also differs from 2018 when worries about U.S.-China trade tensions and their impact on the economy were flaring up. Technical default. The deadline for the U.S. government defaulting on its obligations is further down the line, but not that far off. Without a suspension or raising of the debt ceiling, there will be risk of default between October 15th and November 4th. That is according to the Bipartisan Policy Center. 
In a worst-case scenario, Moody Analytics says a prolonged standoff would cause another recession, this one akin to the financial crisis in 2008 and 2009, with 15 trillion in household wealth lost and 6 million jobs lost. BlackRock's Boivin says, quote, We believe Congress will ultimately reach an agreement to raise or extend the debt limit, but likely not until right before the Treasury exhausts its borrowing capacity. The good news? Neither political party wants to see a technical default, and there are no calls for substantive spending cuts. Hence, we do not believe the debt ceiling represents a fundamental risk to the market. Market impact so far? The debt ceiling debate has taken a back seat on Wall Street to issues like the Fed, rising commodity prices, supply chain issues, and China's Evergrande crisis. The S&P 500 was able to snap a two-week losing streak last week. And while Treasury yields have been rising, that's more to do with the response to global central banks looking to remove accommodation. UK gas shortage. BP says that panic buying has caused 30% of its 1,200 gasoline stations in the U.S. to run out of the two main grades of fuel. A lack of truck drivers began to hit some fueling stations earlier in the week, and lines of vehicles formed at stations over the weekend as some motorists waited for hours to fill up tanks. Royal Dutch Shell, for its part, also says it has seen a heavy demand across its network, which has caused some stations to run low on some grades of gasoline. The UK government said it would issue temporary visas for 5,000 foreign truck drivers, but business leaders say that is not enough to solve a labor shortage that risks major disruptions beyond fuel deliveries, including for retailers ahead of the Christmas season. Gamification rules. Investor Michael Burry tweeted that his firm received a subpoena from the SEC in regard to GameStop. He then deleted the tweet without any explanation. The development adds intrigue to what may happen with the investigation after SEC Chair Gary Gensler said earlier in the month that the agency was, quote, pretty close to releasing a report. Now, Scion Asset Management, which is Burry's firm, reported owning a 2.4% stake in GameStop that's as of the end of Q3 last year, and this is after starting to accumulate a position in 2019. However, Burry called the GME rally in January, quote, unnatural, insane, and dangerous. And his public comments on the retailer supported a long-term bull thesis. The SEC has been stepping up its focus on what it calls the gamification of trading, which some analysts see as a risk to Robin Hood. New rules could also slow down some of the meme rallies and the ability of hedge funds to run to front-run social sentiment moves. Today's economic calendar, we have Charles Evans, Chicago Fed president, speaking at 8 a.m. At 8.30, durable goods. Then at 9 a.m., New York Fed president John Williams is speaking The Dallas Fed Manufacturing Survey is out at 10.30 a.m. 11.30 a.m. we have the results of a two-year note auction. At uh, noon, then, 
uh, New York Fed President John Williams speaks again, followed by Lael Brainerd. These are all FOMC voting members. Lastly, at 1 p.m., we have the results of a five-year note auction. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to rate it and review it. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Behind the Idea, Essay for FAs, Let's Talk ETFs, the Cannabis Investing Podcast, and Marketplace Roundtable on those platforms as well. Have a great day.